This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, it's the home stretch. Silver and black today, the Tuesday edition. The Tuesday, two days before the Raiders hit the field in Canton, Ohio. That's right, football is back. Raider football is back, Raider Nation. I know you're ready for it. A lot of you traveling out to Canton. We're going to talk about Cliff Branch. We're going to talk about the game on Thursday. So make sure you tune in for that as well. Scott Branson, along with my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Mo Moten, is with us as well. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, please, at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. We need to give him more. We need to distract him from fantasy football. because No cheesecake picks. <laughs> None. Don't DM him. You know, women say, hey, don't DM me you know what picks. Mo's saying, don't DM me cheesecake picks. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's the, that is the equivalent. <laughs> you got to DM him a piece of cheesecake every day throughout the fantasy football season so the rest of us can beat him in this, this silver and black today fantasy football league. Whatever it can get take. Anyway, blocked. that's right. And we'll get we'll, we'll have a report on the fantasy football. We have the draft on Saturday. So once we get past the draft, we'll have another segment on that coming up uh, as well. But the Hall of Fame game. Oh, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully on Twitter. Thank you for following us. SNB Today is the show account. Okay, so the Hall of Fame game, Mo, I, I just found this interesting. The folks at BetOhio.com, yes, even though Ohio does not have legalized sports betting yet, it's been passed, but it's not in force yet. They released this, uh, and they talked about it, but the teams that play in the Hall of Fame games, okay, as you know, betters look for any edge, any kind of statistics that will give them any indication of anything uh, that they can make money on and wager. Uh, well, with the Hall of Fame game, the question here is the teams that play in the Hall of Fame game, like the Raiders and the Jaguars this season, how do they do the rest of the year after that game? Okay? And it's very interesting. Since 2000, the average number of wins for the teams participating in that preceding season is 8.4, which is slightly above the league average. Okay. Of the teams playing in the hall of fame game, 42% of them went on to make the playoffs that season. 42%. 
above league average, which is 37%. So that's not so bad. That actually seems like, okay, that's a positive then playing in that game, right? You're, you're above average in wins and in playoff chances. But then where it gets a little more concerning, if you're a Raiders fan, and if you play the odds, is the average record of the teams that play, and this is over the last 20 years, by the way, 22 years, since 2000. The average record is 8-8. Eight and eight. The over-under wins record based on the preseason odds, I think, what, the Raiders are at 9, right, Mo? Right? I think 8.5. 8.5, eight eight and 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 that's right. Well, so I, I, as a better, I bump it up to 9 because that's what it's going to be. Um, are 19-15-4 against those odds. The percentage of teams who made it to the divisional round of the playoffs, who played in the Hall of Fame game, is just 15.8%. Okay? Teams that went on to win the Super Bowl after playing in the Hall of Fame game, guess how many? Zero. And six of the last seven years, both teams have missed the playoffs. Should we be concerned, Mo? No. <laughs> take your, take your tinfoil hats off, everyone. No concern whatsoever. Oh, um, because if you got to look at it too, I look because I looked at the Hall of Fame games over the past what, seven years since 2015. I looked at the yeah. teams in those Hall of Fame games, it's a lot of mediocrity. I'm just saying, yeah, no diss, no diss to any well, kind of what have the Raiders been except for last year? That that's true, but now you have a new regime, you got Devontae Adams, you got Chandler <laughs> Jones. Derek Carr is going to his ninth year. He's got his best supporting cast. I see. I I get the whole stats thing, and you're absolutely right. Betters would suck up those stats in a minute because that gives them an edge. Of it's what, from OhioBet.com, right? I'm sure. I'm sure if Kelly Kreiner's listening, he's <laughs> jotted those numbers down. I'm sure he's got it already. But me as a writer, as a national sports writer, I usually try to fall into trends like that because. You have to look at, again, the teams that were in those games. So if the Chiefs and the Patriots were in those games, the Patriots, when they had Tom Brady, those numbers would look a lot better. But no, you got the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Cardinals, who are kind of like 500-ish borderline teams. And you just said that the Raiders have been in that that crop too. But with with the Raiders situation, playing this Hall of Fame game and them playing against the Jaguars, I don't think the Jaguars are making the playoffs. So that's that might hold up for them. But I really honestly do think the Raiders are a playoff caliber team. And I know a lot of people are struggling with that because they're in a tough division. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. But I feel like the Raiders, as a healthy squad, have a shot to, I mean, I have them winning the division. I would say that's out of the realm either. But I think they are a playoff caliber team. And I think the numbers, even though you presented them very well, I don't think the Raiders well, fans you. should. Uh, I don't think the Raiders fans should should truly worry about the team that plays in the Hall of Fame game may not do as well as they think they will because I think the roster is constructed to win now and I think they will win a lot of games. And it's interesting because I think that a lot of the teams that had great success, to your point about the teams that play in the game, have there been examples of teams that have played in that game and then went deep in the playoffs for the last twenty years? There are a couple, no doubt. But at the mm. same time. Um, if I'm the Patriots and I just won the Super Bowl, or if I'm the Rams and I just won the Super Bowl, and the and the league says, "Hey, we're gonna we want to put you in the Hall of Fame game," because I believe the teams can actually say no, like it's not like a regular scheduled game. So since it's a, a preseason game, they can kind of say no if they're in that kind of and winning the Super Bowl, you're in a good position to kind of say no. So my guess is that those teams stay away from those games, even though you get that quote unquote extra week of training camp. Right, because the Raiders got to start mm-hmm. a week early, and they have a new head coach right. as well. 
um, which is why um, it's it for them. It's, you know, I mean, look, Josh McDaniels is going to coach on the field. He played high school football. Right. So for him, it's kind of a going home. It's a way for the Raiders to get on national TV again. Uh, so I understand why the Raiders were good with it. And it, it seemed like a really good fit. The Jaguars are, you know, what they are. Uh, but at the same time, to me, I wonder, do you think that that extra week with that new system is going to help them significantly? I mean, we've had some injuries. Injuries can happen anytime. I get that. But that extra week because of the new coaching staff, um, do you feel like they're going to benefit from that? You must have been looking at my notes because I was going to say, I'll flip the script and say, I think the extra game is a benefit to the Raiders. For any team that has a new coaching staff, like the mm. Jaguars, who also have a new coaching staff, I think you want that extra game to see what you have outside of the, aside from the practice field. Getting these players in real game situations helps you assess what you have on a roster, different positions. Maybe you have a young guy who's got to prove himself. Maybe you, you're wondering whether you should keep a, a veteran or a second-year player. And that goes back to my point about Alex Otherwood. This is a guy I would just plug in and just give him all the snaps and see where his strengths, where, where his weaknesses in the system that you have in place. So I think this could work out to the Raiders' favor, again, with the new coaching staff coming in. And Josh McDaniels was very tight-lipped about who's going to play they talked about Derek Carr maybe playing. I don't see why. I know it's a new system, but he's a veteran quarterback. This is not a rookie quarterback. I don't think you risk it at all. I don't think you'll see any of the Raiders start starters at the very skilled positions. Do you? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I don't think you see any of the stars, but you know what? It wouldn't surprise me to see Derek Carr have like a throw here or there. I mean, I, I wouldn't do it. I would just wrap him in bubble wrap until the season starts. <laughs> but him and Devontae, Hunter, Darren Waller, Denzel Perryman, Crosby, Chandler Jones, they all just stand in the corner and just watch everyone else play. Because, again, you have a new coach staff coming in, and you're wondering what you have in a lot of these young guys or these friend roster, fringe roster players who may or may not make the roster. This, this is for them to show yeah. what they have in the new system. Yeah, no doubt about it. It'll be interesting, and... I mean, everybody's excited. You want to see this new product on the field and see how they do it. And actually, I, I love preseason because, again, NFL, to win in the NFL, you have to have depth. Okay? So that means the backup quarterback. That means the backup tackle. That means the wide receiver core. Some of those young guys that we have questions about, they get an opportunity to shine. They also get an opportunity to make the roster. To me, that's the great thing about it. Are they the best football games? No. But if you watch them for individual performances, Mo, to me, I that's why I get excited about it because you see a guy come out and really do well for himself. Even if he doesn't make the Raiders roster because of a log jam somewhere, he catches on with somebody, and that's, uh, to me, an exciting part about the preseason. I know you mentioned you're going to be watching the offensive line. I will be too. But I also want to see how that defense performs, only because, as we talked about today, a lot of injuries – Sneaky, sneaky, you know, a lot of injuries on the defensive side. Cross, as you not Crosby, as you mentioned, Chandler Jones missed some practices. They said they're not worried about him. Uh, no Kaiser, no Micah Kaiser, no Kyler Fackrell. Uh, Bilal Nichols and Jonathan Hankins have been out. They've been on pup. So this is a time where guys like Matthew Butler, uh, Neil mm -hmm. Farrell Jr., 
some of those depth guys that you just mentioned could step up and, and maybe carve out a bigger role for themselves in the regular season or ensure their spot on the roster in the 50-man depth chart. So I think it's big for the defense because of the injuries on that side of the ball. No doubt about it. It's going to be fun to watch all those guys. And, and that is a big question mark. And I think that's where you have a few weeks to hopefully get some of these guys healthy. But the longer it goes into the preseason towards week one, that's where I get more concerned. We're early now. They started a week early. They got this early game. And so if you see some of those guys trickle back over the next week of practice, then you worry a lot less. But if they don't, especially on the defensive front, then I would get really concerned there uh, along with that offensive line position on the right side. So it'll be interesting. And again, we're going to come back to you on Thursday. Thursday, we'll go over a little bit of the game, what the latest news out of camp is there. Maybe some of those guys will get healthy all of a sudden, even though they might not play. Some of the younger guys, at least, and some of the rotational guys would like to see them get healthy um, in time. They're obviously done for practice uh, in, in pads for the week uh, as they're out in Canton getting ready for the game. So we'll do that. We'll also not only preview the game, but we'll talk about Cliff Branch, right? We got to do that, Mo. We got to spend some time talking about number 21, who will be enshrined on Saturday for the Raiders into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's just unfortunate. It was after he passed. I was very fortunate to have been around him several times uh, in his in his last year, including he was on our show before. And uh, just a, a fantastic guy and a fantastic player. So we'll talk about his career. We'll talk about him being in Canton, immortalized alongside all the other Raider greats uh, in what has been a great few years and, and some overdue for the Raiders going into the Hall of Fame. But, Mo, I'm excited, man. We get to watch football. Yes, and after this game, I will say that I could see the Raiders making some moves. So if you're out there listening, just a couple yeah. of names, three names I'll put out there. And Dominican <laughs> Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, Daryl Williams. I think the Raiders sign at least one of those guys before the season starts. Could they sign two of those guys? I'll be pushing it, but they do have tw over 20 million, <laughs> I believe over 21 million to spend. So they do have the money to bring in some guys there. Hey, I look at it this way. I, I know, you know, baseball and, and football, way different sports, but you know, sometimes you're there, you're close. It depends. I think it says a lot if they, if they were to do something like that and it doesn't break the bank for long-term, it says a lot if they make moves like that, because that tells you that this organization believes that they're not far away if they don't and they just go and they stand pat with pretty much everything they have, then that tells you, hey, we're going to take some time. And I expect that, too. I don't expect the Raiders to go from just making the playoffs to the Super Bowl. I know everybody would love that. I don't see it happening. But if they make a couple critical moves like that, that tells you that they think they're close, which is a very good thing. And I think fans would be very excited about it. Mo, again, we're out of time, man, but it's going to be Thursday. We'll be right back on it. We'll be able to talk about a game. And then we'll be able to, after Thursday, talk about what we saw, which will be really, really interesting, and we'll do it. But uh, it's it's going to be fun, man. I have a, I have a good feeling about the year. I think we're gonna we're gonna see. There's a lot of storylines that need to be rectified and 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 issues that need to address. But it sounds like this team heading into this first game uh, is is ready for some action and they're focused. Fun times ahead. Take care, everyone. <laughs> All right. Make sure you follow him at Mo Moton, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. Again, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Do us a favor. That helps us out significantly if you do that, as well as giving us a five-star rating. YouTube as well. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. That's awesome. But you also have to hit that notifications bell. Whenever the show premieres and comes on, you 
will be the first to know and you'll be reminded. So we appreciate you being with us. Until next time, Raider Nation, be good to one another. We'll talk to you on Thursday.